Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay A more relaxed version of the doghouse Here on SB Nation Dogs by Nature, presented by Cleveland Whiskey this week. By week, folks, Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjansen from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Yeah, Matt, just just chilling, right? But hey, it's a week off. We know the Patriots are coming, but there's no Browns football this weekend, so we can just relax, take a sip, and hey, you know what? Enjoy enjoy some other football and see how it's doing. How are you doing on this bye week? I am doing well, Andy. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm I'm. You know, it's uh, settling into the new uh, Sportsnet National Fantasy Sports job, and it's it's kind of a good week for the Browns to be on by because I can concentrate just on the new job, right, and just kind of look big picture at this NFL scene. Matt, fantasy football-wise, we were texting when Pat Mahomes went down, and it was, oh, no, because the rippling effects of fantasy football, not just for Pat Mahomes himself, because that's a big enough deal if you have him as quarterback. If you have Tyreek Hill... And or Travis Kelsey, I have both. So uh, now we have to rely on Matt Moore. This is this is this is almost panic time for fantasy football players. Yeah, I have Mahomes in two leagues, uh, and then I have Kelsey uh, in at least one. And yeah, I'm not sure what the hell to do with anymore. I, I the one league I should be okay because I got Jared Goff as my backup, but the mm. other league, uh, not not as much. Uh, yeah, it's panic time. If you're a fantasy owner and you were at or near the top of your standings, you might be mid-pack by the time Mahomes gets back. Well, um, looking like he could miss upwards of three games. Uh, four to six you weeks. Know, you tend to want to give him as much time as possible to recover from a dislocated kneecap, but I don't know, man. That's tough. Well, especially, too, he had the uh, ankle tweak beforehand, which made it, Really curious that he actually got sent by Andy Reid on a quarterback sneak to risk your franchise quarterback is and uh, and the best of the game is a is is questionable. It's a questionable call. I'd say this, people too, and you can get me with any of your fantasy football questions on Twitter at andymc81 using hashtag AskAndy. If you're in a pinch, take a look to see if Sam Darnold is available in your league. After New England this week, they got Jacksonville, who doesn't have Jalen Ramsey anymore, then the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Redskins. You could have a nice, sneaky fantasy player right there if you're looking to fill in for, for Pat Mahomes. So uh, there you go, Matt. Take a look. I mean, you might be on the might be on your waiver wire. I'd have him over Jared Goff. I, I'll tell you I that. hope so. I'd have him over Jared Goff. Goff is not the you, squat. Wow. Hot take. So my quarterback situation isn't as good as I thought. <laughs> I don't mind golf as maybe like that. Thanks, Andy. That fellow. Appreciate well, hey, it. Take a look at Sam Darnold's there. He might be there. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, get, Matt, boy. get Matt on Twitter at Matt Florjancic. Ourselves on uh, Instagram at AndyMC Sports and at Matt Flo Sports. Of course, folks, delivered by Cleveland Whiskey. And as I told you, visit ClevelandWhiskey.com. Great sipping weekend. We can just relax, right? Whatever games you want to watch for your fantasy football team or whatever, right? You can just you can just chill. The Browns, Steelers, Buccaneers, and Panthers are on the bye. You can uh, root for the, the the Ravens to lose, for the Bengals to lose. Like it's it can be that kind of relaxed weekend with a nice Cleveland whiskey.
whiskey and check out all the different types at clevelandwhiskey.com on Instagram at Cleveland Whiskey and Twitter at Cleve Whiskey. Great recipes too. Uh, the open house, the reveal of the new Christmas bourbon was awesome with the artwork. So make sure you keep an eye open for that. But it's a nice Cleveland Whiskey weekend, Matt. Which, which game are you looking forward to watching? Well, I was looking forward to Thursday night till about the ten minute mark, yeah. second quarter, yeah, and then it all kind of fell apart from there. Uh, I believe it's Eagles Cowboys on Sunday Night Whoa. Football this week, is it not? It is. That'll be it. Like, what Cowboy team that shows will up? Be, yeah, that will be the game that I, I want to see because there could be some fireworks in that one. Oh yeah. Well, both teams are three and three for the division. Um, Ravens at Seahawks, I think will be interesting from an AFC North perspective. The Seahawks, we know are a much different team at home. Russell Wilson still has not thrown an interception and they didn't look great when we played them the other week, but that was on the road. You got the 12th man, Matt. I hope this is another week where Lamar Jackson is exposed for the fraud of a franchise quarterback that he is through this easy schedule so far. I think this could be a week where they get they get exposed. I'm looking for Ziggy Ansa to get on, uh, go get Lamar Jackson there. It, it it'll be interesting because the Seahawks are five and one, Ravens four and two. Help us out, Seattle. Come on, man. The thing that kills me about Lamar Jackson is even when he has a terrible game, he still scores 35 fantasy points. Yeah, <laughs> and it drives me nuts because I, I got I, I got beat. Because of his Willie Sneed touchdown pass Ooh, against the Browns right. in meaningless time. Yeah. So his stat line looked a lot better, but it's like, no, you were 75 yards less mm-hmm. and a touchdown less, you know, had it not been for one play, one missed assignment. Thanks, Browns defense. Appreciate mm-hmm. that one. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's with him, it's weird because, like you said, you're not sure if he's a franchise guy. Oh, I'm sure he puts up a bunch of fantasy points. Yeah, he does. (laughs) So it's kind of a catch twenty two. Is like, do you want to take him and put him on your team, knowing that he's not the greatest quarterback, but he's still going to score you a million points? That's kind of it's a tough call. Here's the thing, Matt, and and this is this. I do not recommend this advice for. uh, Our fantasy listeners out there, try to remove yourself emotionally from the game. I cannot and will not ever start Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray in any line. I don't care if they each score 100 fantasy points and I'm told ahead of time that they will. I will not do it. That's on me. You know, that that that, that is me on the inside. I will not do it. Sorry. Maybe that'll cost me a championship one day, but damn it, Matt, I will not start Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. No. You gotta have principles. I gotta have principles. And you're gonna abide by them, whether it works or not. Works or not. And that's why you go with Sam Darnold, people, this week. Go pick him up, Matt. If I hear if I hear clacking, I know you're going to go pick him up off of waivers. Uh, <laughs> keyboard right, typing there. Good. Keyboard typing there, um, Matt. So let's look at the Browns. Bye week. Time to regroup. John Dorsey earlier spoke with the media and really vote of confidence for Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens and all that. Calling out the offensive line a little bit, specifically the uh, the tackles and Greg Robinson. Um, really getting the message across. He, he's trying to upgrade the line what he'll be able to do unknown. What were some of your takeaways from the, the, the coaches speaking, any players speak and uh, John Dorsey himself in the, um, in this week leading up to the bye? They know they're behind the eight ball. Yeah. They, they put themselves in a rough spot by losing that game. That was very winnable against the Seahawks. I mean, realistically they, they recognize they should be four and two. 
Sure. Oh yeah. How frustrating is that? They should have they they should have taken the Titans a lot more seriously than they did, and then they should have finished off the Seahawks. So and while the Rams. there is frustration, there's not panic because they've played with two of the best teams in the league. They had a huge lead against the Seahawks and weren't able to hold it. They were a one, it was a one score game with the Rams. Uh, at the end, they played right with them, and they had four cracks from inside the five to try and uh, draw even or even go for a two-point conversion if they would have scored a touchdown. So I think confidence-wise, they're fine. I, I know that everybody's frustrated and wants to play better in this, that, and the third, but you, where they're at right now is not necessarily the worst place to be. The trouble, and though, Matt, is you going to New England. On the back end that they have, they should be able to make a good run here. But you got New England next. Like, then it becomes two and five. And the Bills aren't a pushover like we thought they would be. Like, now you got, and we talk about it each week, you have lost two games. So at least you got to win one game soon that you're not supposed to win. Right? You weren't supposed to beat Seattle. You almost did, but you didn't. And, and we can't be living in almosts here. So now New England, you got to go into Foxborough, get your big boy pants on, and if you think you're the real deal, Cleveland, right? Go beat Brady in Foxborough. That is a game that might count for two that you're not supposed to win. You do that. Then all of a sudden, the rest of the schedule looks real good. But you have to think, Matt, like, Bills are looking good. Steelers might be figured out a little bit. They might not be the pushover, right? Baltimore's still there. And Arizona uh, isn't anything special, but they've jumped up and surprised a couple teams. Like, there's, it's not like we can just fold our arms and, and uh, sit back, uh, sip me a Cleveland whiskey comfortably and believe that we're going to gonna run the table after New England. No, it's not, because if you look, uh, their first four games coming out of the break, at New England, cross-country trip to Denver, come home, play a Bills team that's better than expected, yeah. and then four days later, turn around and play the Steelers at home. So uh, that four-game stretch is going to, is really going to determine the season. If they go one and three or, you know, worse then it's over before it ever got started. And that's going to be pretty sad because they had all the talent in the world to get this thing going in the right direction. So we'll, we'll see Matt. Let's do some grading here. Cause uh, like I said, John Dorsey gave at least passing grades and votes of confidence to the coaching staff and Baker Mayfield and, and all that. If we were look coaching overall, my grade, I would if I was to separate, I'd probably give the best grade to special teams, um, then the defense, and last offense. So I'd say probably if I was going to go overall, I would give them a B with the heavy favored percentage going towards the special teams. I'd say B for coaching. What's your grade for the Browns coaching staff so far? C plus. C plus. That's fair. That's fair. I think there's there's room. For improvement on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Uh, special teams, outside of Cybert Smith's extra points and a blocked punt, uh, they really haven't had too much to complain about. On had a nice run teams. by Hilliard. Their coverage units have been better. Their returns have been better. Uh, there are plenty of things that are going in the right direction there. Um, defensively, it's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I like Steve Wilkes a lot. I think he's had some really good game plans. Uh, there were a couple of games where he got caught flat-footed and the whole world saw it. Well, San Francisco. Um, but it really was. And to be honest with you, as much as he took the blame for the San Francisco game, 
I blame the players just as much because they didn't look like they wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And they looked like they were just going through the motions. And in this league, you can't have an afternoon or an evening like that. Otherwise, your season could be sent in the wrong direction real quick. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's absolutely no doubt. And, and you know, I'm going to downgrade mine to a B minus. I'll say B minus. Yeah, that's I, I think that's that's better. You taught me into that. You taught me into that one. Um, the Freddie Kitchens play calling is the biggest concern to me. We've seen flashes of it getting back on track. Um, they have a whole week to, to self-assess. And how are you going to come out against New England? If you need an extra week to prep for a team, it's good that it's against the New England Patriots. So I say B minus for overall coaching. Matt says C plus. What about the offense uh, execution as a whole? I'm going to go with a C. And we've had the highs of Nick Chubb being dominant. We've had, we've had the lows of all the Baker Mayfield turnovers with flashes in between of Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. It just seems really disjointed, Matt. I think the upside is like the flashes we've seen, we know what it could be and all the expectations and, and what is still in front of them. But the deliverables right now, I got to go yeah. see. Got to go see. What do you think? C minus. Uh, C minus. I yeah. agree. Nick Chubb is is really good, and they need to do everything they can to get him the ball. Um, I didn't think it would take this long to develop chemistry with the wide receivers. No, I mean, and maybe we're. I, I know you want to protect your guys in the preseason, but maybe we're seeing why you you should have played some of your yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. So C minus. What did I say? C. I think I just said C. Um, for offense. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm forgetting already. What about defense? And remember, too, folks, this has been without your two starting cornerbacks who, by all accounts, should be back from the very odd dual hamstring injury happening happening 10 minutes apart with Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward. I think Terrence Money Mitchell and TJ Carey have filled in remarkably, but we're starting to see little breakdowns here and there, and maybe they're a little bit overextended, but it is a deep group. Demarius Randall, I think, has been exceptional. The safety group has been really good. Miles Garrett um, certainly has been as advertised, uh, maybe a little too aggressive at times. But as you said, some flat-footed spots. I'm going to give a nice, nice B to the Browns' defensive play. Room for improvement, but a nice B overall. I'll give a B-. minus. Okay. Okay. I like some of the things they've done. They have to do it consistently, and their best player cannot be their biggest detriment. Miles Garrett has mm. to find a way to not yeah. do things outside of the rules, which I never thought I would have to say, but something – I mean, he's he's leading the league in sacks. I mean, he's having a great year sure. from there, but you, you, can't, you can't commit penalties like he's been committing penalties. No, and not the, the the type of costly ones. But it, at least I like if you're over aggressive, you can you can rein that back. If you don't have it in you, like a Jadavian Clowney, you cannot get it. So hopefully that is being going to be able to be uh, be harnessed there. Olivier Vernon, I think, has been overall a disappointment. I thought with double teams to Garrett, he would do much more. Uh, it's come on a little bit as of late, but boy, I, I kind of think I'd rather have Kevin Zeitler right now, man. <laughs> the guard that they traded away. Yeah, I. I don't really think guard is their problem on no. the offensive line, though. I, I, I think it all starts with the fact that they forgot to address left tackle, mm-hmm. and they really thought Greg Robinson was going to be the guy. It looked and like he was, though. I, I, granted, he had a great eight games. He had a great eight games, but here's the thing. You you kept a left tackle, and you hired a head coach based off of eight games. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not good. Yeah. That's 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 it, how it is. And then special teams units we talked about already. Um, two uh, rookie kicker, rookie punter. I was like, oh man, how is this going to go down? You let go of Britton Colquitt, a perennial uh, Pro Bowler and uh, or alternate or high end guy. And the return, the coverage, the penalties have been cut down significantly. Maybe not as explosive on the return side that we would um, like. Although Don, uh, Dontrell Hilliard had a 74 yard return to start the Seattle game. Uh, I'm going to give them an, an A minus, Matt. I think that's that's they've exceeded. And you know, for me, how critical I am of kickers. Just make your kicks. And Jamie Gillen, there's been some yeah. up and downs. He, they have a special teams player of the month, and he was player of the week. So I think overall, that special teams unit is trending in the right direction. So I'll, I'll go A minus. B plus for me. Okay. Uh, very much the same thing as you are uh, in – in terms of how you evaluate it, but missed kicks stick in my craw. Yeah. Like more than they probably should, because I've seen so many of them over the last three years. But uh, yeah, I just, I can't stand missed kicks and I know they're extra points and everybody says, Oh, it's only one point, but I really think that first point he missed in Tennessee, like took the air out of the balloon. Yep. It sure did. There, and they never no recovered. And it sounds so stupid. It sounds like, how could you let that happen as professionals? But I really think it did. I really think it did. And, and it shouldn't. And veteran teams who play together, it w- would not have. But for this team still coming together, it did, plain and simple. So, uh, all right, there are grades. Let us know your Cleveland Whiskey, Cleveland Browns grades into the bye week. What are you grading the offense, defense, special teams, and coaching staff as a whole? Hit us up on Twitter at AndyMC81, at Matt Florjancic. What are your team grades for the Cleveland Browns? All right, buddy, that'll do it. We'll be back uh, later in the week, probably on Friday, to get ready for the New England Patriots out of the bye week. Let's see what happens, man. Sounds good, Andy. Looking forward to it. Have fun. Uh, Rest of the bye, folks. Hit us up again um, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Check out clevelandwhiskey.com, of course, and uh, look at Matt's great work on wkyc.com slash sports for all your Browns articles in Cleveland sports. So you've been listening, folks, to The Doghouse on SB Nation Dogs by Nature.